no eye hath not seen, nor ear heard, neither hath it entered into the heart of man. The things that God has prepared for them that love him. I'm telling you, Jesus will outshine them all of all the things we're going to see. Amen. To look upon the face of the one who came and gave his life for us. Oh, what a wonderful sight. Glorious sight that's going to be. feel the Lord in this house. Sometimes he comes in a mighty rushing wind and sometimes he just comes in a, just a sweet, sweet, tender, quiet presence. Amen. How many knows the Lord loves you today? How many do you really know that? That's not just something you hear the preacher say or you read it in the Bible. Do you really know the Lord loves you this morning? That he cares for you? How many want more of him in 2022 than you had in years past? In 2022, Lord, I want to be more like you. If you stand with me a few moments as I share with you from the Word of God, uh, I told Bishop, if you wasn't here or maybe you didn't get to watch it on social media, you ought to go back and watch it. He had a word for us Wednesday night uh, going into the new year. And it was a powerful word. As a matter of fact, it was so powerful I couldn't get it out of my spirit. I just hope I never get it out of my spirit. Uh, three things he shared that, number one, God has a plan for us. And he works everything out for us. And then finally, everything he does, he does in conformity with his purpose and his will. Those three things just lodged in my spirit. I wrote them down, but I, I left it right by my bed. And every day I'd get up and I'd read it and get it back. And just, it's good stuff. Good stuff. So I want to piggyback off of that this morning, not because I was trying to steal his message, <laughs> but simply because... Out of one message births another. Amen. And it birthed a thought in me as I pondered it, as I studied it. Turn with me to the book of Philippians chapter 3. Philippians chapter 3, verses 3 through 12. Now, I'm not looking to run and jump and shout and a whole bunch of that today. But you never know. I just want to share with you in the quietness of this moment just a few things as we prepare to launch. While you turn to Philippians chapter 3, remind everybody tonight the prophecy class will continue on. Tonight will be the last night of uh, the discipleship class. I'll be sharing as we wrap this up. Brother Zip's been doing done a phenomenal job. And I'll be sharing with uh, with those that are in that class who want to come and be a part of that tonight only on soul winning. Now, it's going to be condensed. It's going to be simple, but it's going to cover uh, the basics. Uh, we may at some point go back and have a series class on soul winning. Uh, but tonight, that's what we're going to do. And so we're looking forward to invite you to come be a part of that tonight.
either one of those classes in our high schools. Philippians chapter 3, verses 12 through 14. Paul was speaking to the church at Philippi and he said these words, not that I have already attained or am already perfected, but I press on that I may lay hold of that for which Christ Jesus has laid hold of me. Brethren, I do not count myself to have apprehended, but one thing I do, forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forward to those things which are ahead, I press toward the goal for the prize of the upward call of God in Christ Jesus. One more verse of Scripture I want to read found in John chapter 3, verses 30. John chapter 3, verses 30. This is John the Baptist speaking. Uh, it's a very, very powerful verse. I've thought of it often throughout my life. Uh, we, need, we need to really ponder it every day of our life. In the course of his ministry, he, he realizes Christ was coming forth to do ministry that he was called to do that he must increase the Lord spoke through I believe John the Baptist that day when he said he speaking of Jesus must increase but I must decrease I want to preach on this thought we must press on we must press on. But in our pressing on, he must increase and we must decrease. Amen. Father, may you add your blessing to the reading of your word and may you allow, oh God, the anointing of your Holy Spirit to cover me, fill me. Lord, that you would hide me behind the cross of Calvary, that you would speak to our hearts in such a powerful, deep, and life-changing way. Lord, quicken us with conviction. Quicken us, Lord, in our soul that we may respond to the preached word of God in whatever fashion, God, that we must respond. We pray that you would uh, uh, take us, Lord, mold us, make us, prepare us as we go forward into this new year that we will go with a refreshed mind, with a renewed heart. And, Lord, that we will go honoring you in obedience in all that we do in Jesus' name. And everybody said amen and amen. You can be seated in the house of the Lord. Uh, matter of fact, I might could spin this mic around because I'm not planning on uh, getting too excited today, but I better just hold off and wait. But uh, The Lord is good. We hear that all the time. We say that all the time. And when we say it, we listen to hear if we're going to hear somebody say all the time and then all the time, God is good. We know this uh, to be true. Sometimes we take it for granted. Sometimes we, we simply just forget. Amen. How many has ever just uh, taken for granted? I'm going to be honest with you. I've taken for granted some things of God in my life. Amen. If we were all to be honest in our journey, there were times when we took for granted God's love, when we took for granted his grace, when we took for granted his favor in our life. But God is good in spite of, amen. 
I heard a preacher say one time many, many years ago, he said, in spite of who you are and who you were and who you used to be, God still loved you. He said, God is good to us in spite of who we used to be, in spite of what we did yesterday, in spite of how we failed him, God is still good. How do you know God is still good? Because you may have messed up, but you're still breathing. Come on, somebody. Uh, you may have failed him in your life's journey, but you still have found the blessings of God to continue to move forward and to press on. How many knows that we've got to press on? But the kind of pressing on that I'm talking about is not in the, in the essence of pressing on past our failures or pressing on past our achievements, although we'll talk about that for a few moments. But the kind of pressing on I'm talking about is more of a spiritual sense of pressing on. Uh, God didn't save us not to change us. Amen. And, uh, when we are saved, we are born again. We become new creatures. Amen. We become uh, children of God, born of the Spirit into the kingdom of God, and we are transformed. He never, uh, amen, saves anybody and leaves them in the condition that they were. He, he redeems them. He cleanses them. And then he moves. Listen, I'm going to go somewhere just a minute. Then he moves us forward uh, from that second work of grace and sanctification at regeneration to a process of sanctification, a process of being transformed from glory to glory. I laid in my bed every night this week and I, I thought back about uh, my first experience in salvation and I thought about the many times I messed up, amen, and I thought about the many times I wished I'd have done things differently in my walk with God. I thought about the many times that I was like Peter. I loved the Lord, but I did what I shouldn't have done, amen. Come on, somebody. I thought about the many times that uh, uh, that I knew what God's will was, but I was still struggling with my own self and my own mind, and I, I I did what I wanted to do rather than what He would have me do, and and then I always found out that in the end I would learn to. Amen, that it's better to listen to the Lord and it's better to follow him and it's better to operate in him and let the Spirit lead you. It's better to keep your mouth shut sometimes and just let the Lord work it out. And it's better sometimes, amen, to just uh, anger rest us in the bosom of fools. We can all get frustrated, but we don't need to mess ourselves up, amen. We need to... We need to be temperate. We need to be graceful. We need to be loving. And through the process, see, I didn't get all that uh, immediately at salvation, but over time, uh, I have learned, amen, to be transformed. I've allowed him to transform me into that person, amen, uh, that Christ wants me to be even more and more. I want more of him, and I want to become more like him in my life's journey. Can somebody say amen? I'm trying not to get happy. I'm just trying to help you to just understand something today that every day in our life is a is a day of transition. It's a day of transformation. It's a day of going. And we must press on. We cannot stay the same that we are. We should not desire to remain the same that we are. Uh, uh, we, we should desire that God would uh, convict us, uh, that he would uh, begin to deal with our heart 
hearts and that we would respond through his word and by his spirit to everything that he wants to do within our life. Uh, can I tell you that SPH's, uh, SPHC's future is not dependent on who we were yesterday. It's dependent on who we are today in faith. Amen. Come on, somebody. Uh, our future uh, may have been built upon some, 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 some rough and rocky places, and it may have been built upon uh, some places where we simply, amen, took for granted God's grace and where we simply took for granted uh, uh, the love of God and the favor of God within our life. And maybe we sometimes got in the way of God, and maybe there were some things that could have changed about who we are and where we've been and all that, that but, 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 but upon the rocky places of it all, we still find a God who is transforming and changing. And can somebody look back over your life and say, thank you, Lord, that you were merciful to me and you were gracious to me and you changed me. And I'm, I'm not the same person I was yesterday. I'm not the same Christian I was yesterday, but I'm being transformed by the Spirit of God, sanctified by his word and by his spirit to the glory of God. There was some thinking I had yesterday, uh, amen, even in my Christian walk that I don't have today because uh, God has done a work within my life. Uh, amen. How many wants God to change your thinking if it ain't lining up with his uh, word tonight? Amen. This morning. Amen. How many wants God to change you uh, if there's some rough edges in your life, if there's some rough places in your life uh, that don't bring glory to God? Lord, take your spiritual sander and work the edges off and transform my life that you may be glorified in me. Is this your heart's desire? I want to be more like you in 2022. This requires going through a process of sanctification. This requires tonight wanting to, to, to literally allow the Lord to have his way in your life. Not just words, but literally I want God to do whatever he wants to do within me that I can be more like him, amen, to God than I was yesterday. You're going to understand something here as I, as I go through this, and I, I pray that it gets in your spirit. As I said before, I'm piggybacking off of what Brother Doyle shared with us Wednesday night. God has a plan for each of us. Amen? I'm not going to preach this message, but I'm going to cover the, the, the highlights. Ain't a person in here that God doesn't have a plan for. He works everything out in our lives as he has in past, as he, as he has in times past, in the good times and even in the rough times and even in the times when we, we failed him. He works it all out, amen, for his glory, for the conformity of his purpose within our life to fulfill his will. So with this in mind, we must be conscious and willfully desiring to be more like Christ. We must have a desire. In other words, preacher, what are you getting at? If you've got a half-hearted desire, you're going to get half-hearted results. Come on, somebody. If you're going to serve him half-heartedly, amen, then you're going to get half-hearted results. 
If you're just uh, going to take God for granted and you're just going to uh, uh, just just accept uh, what he's made you to be and not desire to be more like him, you're just satisfied with where you're at, then that's about as spiritual as you're going to be. Amen. Come on, somebody. I, I feel something in here. I know y'all smelling chicken, but I'm going to preach this. Uh, woo, I just messed somebody up. You're going to be just about as spiritual as you are in your desire. I want us to understand that God doesn't want us satisfied, amen, with where we're at in this place of our growth. Paul even began to talk about it, even when you understand that up until this point that you have attained this particular knowledge or this particular grace, he said, but don't stop there, see? And God didn't want us to stop just being saved, amen, and calling ourselves children of God. He wanted us to desire more, amen. He wanted us to to desire to be sanctified and filled with the Spirit of God and operating in the gifts of the Spirit and doing these things. See, we would have never had a Pentecostal holiness church based upon salvation alone. This denomination wouldn't exist had it not been for the baptism of the Holy Ghost. Amen. Moving upon hearts that said, I want more. Give him praise in my life. I'm not talking about speaking in tongues alone. All the gifts of the Spirit, the nine gifts of the Spirit, operating, praise God, in the hearts of those who said, Lord, I want more. By his Spirit, we are transformed to become more like Christ daily, but we must have a willful and conscious desire to want more. If we don't, we won't seek him. If we don't seek him, we will not experience him. Can somebody shout yes? You can come in and sit on a pew. I didn't want to preach like this, but I'm feeling it again. You can come in and sit on a pew, or you can go back home and read your little half-hearted devotions and say, I've done God's service. Or you can say, I consciously and willfully desire that I want to be more like Christ. I want to have more than what I had yesterday. I want to be flowing in the Spirit of God and in the power of what he has for me. I'm not satisfied. I want want more. Amen. Give him glory. We must uh, consciously and willfully desire to accomplish the things of God. Amen. We must desire to want to accomplish the things of God that he has for us in 2022. Thank God for what he did yesterday in your own personal life and in the life of the church you attend. Amen. But we hear more about what God did sometimes than we hear about what we're expecting God to do. Oh, Lord, help us to have a clear vision of what we're uh, believing God to do within our own personal lives and the life of the church. We must not allow yesterday's accomplishments to paralyze our progress. Now, today, I'm talking about a spiritual sense, a spiritual place, but we are going to also understand that there will be a, a literal moving or a literal paralyzing 
of the church body within itself that keeps us from walking into the place where God wants us to be. But if we are being transformed by his spirit and walking in desire, conscious desire to be more like him, we can't help but move the church forward because it positions our spirit, amen, to God to desire the things of God within our heart and in our life. The Bible said, let this mind be in you, which was in Christ Jesus. I must decrease, but he must increase in my life. God help us to understand that you've called us to progress. You've called us to press on. You've not called us to live, amen, to God, uh, looking back at history and and trying to just uh, uh, glean upon the history of it all. Nothing wrong with history. History is a faith builder. But I'm telling you, God, amen, made news throughout every generation as he moved upon the hearts and lives of those who desired more of him. But how many know today that God wants to make news in your life, such news in your life through the power of his glory that it begins to affect those around you. He wants to make news in your church to where it begins to affect those around you that they don't just ride by and see the history. They ride by, amen, and can't help but see the glory of what God is trying to do within our life. God didn't come, amen, to conform us to the history. He come to transform us, amen, into the vision of his glory and all that he purposes within the church. Somebody ought to hear what I'm saying today. There is a history, but that history, amen, is always being made like a stepping stone that leads us into the now move of God. Amen. That transitions us. Hallelujah, by his glory. Why must we press on? We must press on, amen, because there's always room to grow. Now God's moving us forward as a church. Today I want to talk about pressing on in sanctification. Pressing on. Allowing God to convict us. Amen. When God convicts us, not not rebelling against it and saying, God, you know, you're right, God. Help me. Sanctify me by your spirit. Sanctify me by your word. Applying the word of God to our lives and and desiring to be sanctified. Why? Because we have not attained. Why is it important that we realize that? It's because Paul realized that. He recognized that he belonged to Christ. How many knows that you don't belong to yourself if you know him as Savior? You belong to him. He's your property. You're his property today. Amen. Come on, somebody. 
He recognized that he belonged to Christ. He was chosen by Christ. On the road to Damascus one day, amen, going to persecute the church, the Lord showed up, got his attention, and began to, to, to allow conviction to get a hold of his heart and chose him to go before the Gentiles and to preach the word of God. Paul said it like this. He said, I was apprehended of Christ. He said, brethren, I count myself in verse 13 to have been apprehended. How many remember the day when Christ apprehended you? When Christ got a hold of your heart? Hey, come on, somebody. And he began to convict you. And you begin to realize your need for his grace and your need, amen, to be transformed from the life of sin you are. He didn't just come and tap you on the shoulder and save you. He apprehended you and you became his property. When you became a child of God, you became his. Amen. I am his and he is mine. Somebody ought to give him glory right now if you know him to be your savior, if you know him to be the one who apprehended your life and changed you. Paul understood this. In Romans chapter 8, he said these words. He said, for whom he did foreknow, he did also predestinate to be conformed into the image of his son, that he might be the firstborn among many brethren. Paul said in Romans chapter 8, he said that it was simply this. He said that God saved me, he apprehended me, and for that which he apprehended me, I reached forth that I might attain that for which I have been apprehended. In other words, he said he didn't save me to keep being what I used to be. He saved me to sanctify me and to conform me into his image. And I didn't get it all on the road to Damascus. He said, but every day I fall in love with him and I want to be more like him. And I don't know about you, but I wake up every day saying, Lord, there's still room for me to grow in my life. Lord, help us. He didn't get it all in one moment. Peter didn't get it all in one moment. It was a process. That process required a literal desire. In other words, when I get up every day, I go to prayer, I'm going to have me devotion time, and I'm not just going to sit there and say, I got to do this just so I feel like I got done God's service. I'm going to open this up, and I'm going to intently look into the confines of this word and break it down. See, I don't, I'm going to tell somebody, if you get a literal, personal desire, amen, the Holy Spirit will work out an understanding as you study the word, and it'll be like honey for your soul. Can somebody give him glory? 
I've got to have a personal desire that when I come to the house of God, I'm not sitting down saying, hey, if the praise team can move me, I'll move. If they can, I won't. If the preacher can move me, I'll move. If they can, I won't. No, that's not a personal desire. That's a, yeah. I want to go into a place with the right attitude saying, I need you to speak through the praise team. Speak through a song. Speak by your spirit. Speak by your word. But I have come that you might transform me and sanctify me that when I leave this place, I'm more like you than when I walked in this place because you have done a work in my life. It's good stuff. Listen. Paul understood that. His desire was not to be and to build a stage for Paul. Too many people have learned to build stages for themselves. And when they lose the power of that stage, come on, somebody. Then you find out where they're really serving. I'm not talking about a literal stage. I'm talking about a, a literal place of where they started out maybe right and then they allowed themselves, amen, to be the ones in which they wanted to get the glory or they wanted to be known as or they wanted the accolades of but everything we do must be all about him and, and if it's going to be all about him then we've got to have a heart to, to be more like him he was willing to press into it he said he had apprehended me now I want to apprehend the image of Christ through my life I have pressed into that I might apprehend the image there's a lot of things I want in life, but nothing in this life should be more than my desire to be more like Christ. Why do I want to be more like Christ? Because Brett knows how to mess things up, but Christ knows how to lead me through the troubled waters of my soul. He knows how to lead me through the dark places he met of my journey. He knows how to lead me into the green places of pasture. He knows how to lead me to the tall mountain tops that I may rejoice in refreshing. Brett can mess up the journey, but the more I become like him, I learn that Christ can lead me where Brett will fail me. Give him praise if you want. Yet sanctified to such a place, the Spirit of God, you're walking in the Spirit. And to where has anybody, can anybody testify that you know it had to be God, how you reacted to a situation because the old you, had it not been sanctified and had you not taken on the image of Christ in that moment would have messed you up. In 2022, I want to be more like him because we'll gain more ground conforming to his image than we will, amen, trusting in our own minds. God help us. Secondly, real quickly, we must press on without looking back. 
We can't dwell on the successes of yesterday alone. When we do, we'll fall short of pressing in for more. I shared a little bit about that earlier. I love history. History has its place. History is how we are reminded of the journey and where God is taking us. But we cannot live off of yesterday's sanctifying word, amen, alone. We cannot live off of yesterday's experience with God alone. We need a consistent flowing of God's spirit in God's presence through personal desire moving within our life. Many people make New Year's resolutions. They have a personal desire to lose weight. Some need to get a personal desire to gain some. Hallelujah. Got what amen. Some have a personal desire to save more money. Some have a personal desire to find a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a wife or a husband. Some have a personal desire to get debt free. They have a New Year's resolution. What's your New Year's resolution? I want to press on. I want to press we need to press on, but not press on in the sense that we've, we've always talked about through the struggle of it all. Press on in your own spirit. Amen. This is going to be the challenge. Can we say, Lord, I want my focus to be let me be more like you in 2022. Let me desire more of you in 2022. Let me be conformed more into the image of Christ through sanctification and, and through relationship by your word and by your spirit. Let that be my New Year's resolution. I refuse, amen, to God to live off of yesterday's anointing and yesterday's sanctification Thank God Peter knew that he had to get control of himself and be sanctified by the word of God else he'd have been running around chopping everybody's ear off that offended him. Amen. Help me to love like I didn't love yesterday. Help me to see more through the eyes of Christ that I didn't see yesterday. Help me, God. We can't look back into yesterday's experience and we can't dwell on the failures of yesterday. How many knows that when you mess up, the devil's right there to point it out? And some of you ain't got over the things that the devil's pointed out in your yesteryear. God said it's behind you. I'm before you and I'm even in your now. And we cannot let the failures of yesterday determine where we go today. Amen. We can't let the failures of yesterday keep us from being 
amen, in a relationship that is healthy with God. The enemy will tell you, well, you're not worthy. You're just going to fail God again. And when you do, I'm going to be right there to point it out to you. You're not going to be able to tell the devil he's a liar. God loves me, as I said before, in spite of whether I messed up or not. And he's still calling me to have a relationship with him that is cleansing, that is forgiving, full of grace, full of favor, and calls me to be more like him. We must press on. He may have passed the history of our achievements and press on past the failures. Put it under the blood and keep going. Amen. And then finally, we must press on until we stand before God. There ain't no time to quit. Stand with me if you will, please. There's no time to quit. People quit all the time because they're not pressing on. They're looking back. They're looking back over their failures. They're looking back over their yesterday's experience with God trying to expect it and, 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 and hope that it will be enough. No, 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 no. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, the name of the Lord is to be praised or recognized within our life. Not just on Sunday. Every day. He's God on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. From the rising of the sun to the going down of the same, he is to be recognized. He was a God of the beginning. He's a God of the end. And he's a God of everything in the between. He was a God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. He was a God of David. He was a God of James and John. He was a God of your ancestors. How many know today that if he's your God, you need to press on. And you need to realize that it ain't over till we stand before God. We're going to stand before Him. We must press on because Paul said, I want to be more like Christ. This was the mark, pressing toward the mark, toward the goal. The prize was this. He said, I'm pressing on because it has not yet appeared what we will be. But we know that when he appears, we will be like him because we will see him just as he is. In other words, but Paul was saying the prize in the end will be that we will have attained our complete transformation. 
into the image of Christ. But right now the mark is to attain daily as I reach after him that through sanctification, as Romans chapter 8 said, to be conformed into his image. In other words, we stop growing and we need to keep going and growing until we stand before God complete in him, completely delivered from this earthly temple and glorified into the complete image of Jesus Christ, the prize of it all, the upward call. Keep going till you stand before God. Keep growing till you stand before God. Amen to the Lord. And don't quit. Oh, God, help us. Is that your desire? Do you want more of God? Would you say with me, Lord, I want to be more like you in 2022? If that's your desire today, I want to invite you to come and stand at these altars. Amen. In prayer is a declaration. Father, I have decided that I have not arrived yet. I have not attained yet. You're working on me. You've called me to a purpose. And your purpose through conformity is being worked out for the purpose of your will in my life. But Lord, I'm pressing on. I'm pressing on because as Paul said, I've been apprehended. And I want to be more like the one who apprehended me. Hallelujah. I want to be more like you. I'm through looking back over yesterday. Amen. As, as, a, as, as a complete source of my today. Lord, I'm, I, I need to be sanctified. I need to let things go. And, and I need to push right on in spiritually to the place to where you accomplish the work in me that causes me to be more like Christ. Lord, that's my desire. That's these desire today. Maybe there's some today that said, God, I, I'm lost. Even know where to begin. I, you can't even begin to go through this process until you come to know Christ as Savior. Will you stand before God and He say, "Turn from me, I never knew you"? Or will you stand before God as Paul said, completely, Amen, completed in Him, because you were saved, you were sanctified. And you begin this journey with Christ. Amen. That in the end, you stand before him with the blood of Jesus on your soul. Oh, Lord, today, if there's anyone lost and undone without you under the sound of my voice, I pray, God, that you would bring about a work in them of conviction. Showing your love and your grace, even now. Father, I pray, let it be so done. Save them today.
from the depths of their soul. Lord, let us be more like you in 2022. And Lord, let the favor of your anointing of your spirit reflect our hearts. Let a reflection of the spirit of God, Lord, let this reflect upon our ministries. Sanctify us, sanctify our church, sanctify our ministries. And Lord, lead us on. And we praise you. We're going on, Lord. And we're not going on without our eyes fixed forward and on you to the goal for the prize of the high calling of God through Christ Jesus. As we go day in and day out. Amen. If you're going to read your Bible all the way through, read it. Read it with a, 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 a direct intent and personal desire uh, to do it. But but also do, do the things of God that, that he desires us to do by his spirit with a personal desire. With a heart to please him. And with a heart to want more than him. That's what he wants from us. And I believe as we're transformed into his glory, as we grow more and more like him, we'll reflect more and more of his glory in our lives. Stretch your hands this way as we anoint pray over Sister Hattie May today. faith and grace.